the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you, San Antonio. <clears throat> hey, I hope you got out and voted. I got my sticker. I went and voted this morning. Uh, I'm going to put it on Facebook. I, I just turned it on. But anyway, um, I hope you that you get out and vote. Man, we've got ourselves in a mess. We got the worst mayor in the world. We've got uh, George Soros as a mayor, and uh, he hates America and he hates he's a communist. But anyway, get out and vote. Now, if you don't vote, you can't complain. I got out and vote because I don't want the uh, jo- John uh, Courage and to get reelected. How does politicians and car dealers? Come together. Let's let's take it to the Lord first. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day. Help us to open our hearts, our minds, and our souls to accept the truth and the word and be truthful in what we say and what we do. And that's us all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I, what John Courage, I listened to him and I voted for him and I'm ashamed I did. Because his actions don't line up with his words. But car dealers are the same way. Their actions don't line up with their words. And so I'm not I'm gonna vote for the guy that's got eight kids. He's he's worried about our city. He wants our city to be better. That's Patrick Van Dolan. But anyway, and we've got to you gotta get out and vote. We can't complain if we don't vote. <clears throat> the percentage of the last mayor uh, people, I mean, it was 8% or something. That's ridiculous. You know, we're going to let other people determine who's running our city. And so you've got to get out and vote, please. And let's make a difference. Let's vote the Bible. Let's vote for the person whose actions line up with the words. Not like car dealers. You know, I was going to, I'm trying to find Ephesians right now. Because um, I wrote all notes down this morning, and uh, but in Ephesians it talks about being truthful what we say, not falsehood, but truthful what we say. And and now we've got, hey, I, I'm a proud, and nobody ever advertised about budget in the radio and in the TV ads, but now because I'm talking about budgets. Dealers are lying about budgets in their ads. Oh, they're concerned about your budget. Bet me butt week. They're not concerned about your budget. Liar, liar, pants on fire. They're concerned about getting the most money out of you they can, as fast as they can, as much as they can. I had a, I've got a radio show <clears throat> going on another station. Hey, don't forget, 11, uh, 1 p.m. this afternoon, Freedom 1160. Blessed me with a show on uh, at 1 p.m. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Shemaya. Thank you all, um, Brand, um, Byron, everybody that, that helps me so much. And I, I appreciate each and every one of them. But uh, also I'm going to talk about, hey, the government has stepped in. Wow. Because the defense... The military stepped in and said, hey, we're going to ban allotments for personal property business. What's happened here? The, the poor service people are coming into the car dealers and they're getting ripped off. And they're and they're smart enough, the dealers are, to get the allotments, to tie up the allotments with the military. So the, the Department of, of Defense said, oh, no, 
let's get in and for once, for once, uh, consumer protection uh, stepped in and they gave them a hand. And so now it's illegal for, but you know, you know how dealers don't care about what's legal and not legal. Oh man, I'm above the law. That's what their theory is anyway. So they're going to stop. And they're concerned because what's happened is the military's getting ripped off by these. And they're, they're serving our country. They're getting ripped off by dealers. Hey, we got a call coming in. At our calls, give us a call. I forgot to give the number out. Hey, and if, you, if you're learning anything, give us a call and give me a testimony. 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585. I get testimonies all week on people calling in. Thank you what you're teaching me. I'm learning so much. I appreciate what you're trying to do. I appreciate the radio station, all this stuff. And I, I guarantee you, I've got a spiral notebook here full of stuff. I've got another large spiral notebook on a, on a book I'm writing. I'm finished up with one book. We're on the second book. My editor's got it. So I got more information. And I could give hours and hours of testimonies and things and what's going on in the car business. So you got to be ready, willing, and able to understand that now even the the Department of Defense is worried about their people getting ripped off by car dealers. You know, and they and they want to be nice about it, so they say all personal property purchases. Well, the car dealers are the ones that's, that's hammering. What's the most thing they spend money on? Furniture? No, furniture's cheap. Personal property? Cars are the ones. The trucks are the ones. And what happens is these dealers hammer them so much that they're they're in a strain, and they're and they're you know they're getting out of the military because they can't survive and make the payments on the cars. They want to keep the good people, so they're trying to protect them from these car dealers. Do you need protection? Well, see, we've got consumer uh, the cons- consumer people, and you know they're wanting to try to help you. It's Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. They finally did one thing that's right. But see, the problem is those guys are not in the car business. They don't know the car business. Here, I'm going to put on Facebook, uh, one of the car dealer magazines, super car performance for F&I professionals only. See, they got so many training, and they got a super car on here. And the, when the, the military walks into the dealership, oh, man, they don't stand a chance against these people. Not a chance, because they're trained. They're supercar, superstar people. Who's the superstar in these dealerships nowadays? I guarantee you, it's the F&I people. That's the ones that make the money. I explained on another show that's playing at 3.30 today. You have to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com and uh, see when my show's on. And we're doing an update. Salem uh, Radio has taken over my uh, computer computer. website and so they're trying to make improvements and we're trying to do a lot of stuff that'll improve but the superstars in the business are the f and i people hey there's people in the f and i departments make forty thousand a month and that's a small percentage small percentage of what the f and i people make they work on a lot of them work on 10 15 maybe 20 percent interest so if they make forty thousand a year the customers they walk in on Every month, they make 200000 So how much? Whew, mercy. And there's there's people around that, that make 30 and 40 uh, every dealership. I mean, if you don't make 20, they get rid of you. Hey, they don't need you. And, I mean, I've seen F&I people come in and out of dealerships left and right. But, see, they got supercar, superstar performance Right there, on, I'm putting it on Facebook Live. Make sure they tell everybody to go to Facebook, Randy Adams. And they got they got the training, and they talk about certification school quarterly. Hey, they they got to go to school constantly, quarterly, quarterly. They got to go back quarterly with new ideas. They got seminar ser- uh, series, mobile and la- learning daily. Right there, it says daily mobile and learning daily. Hey, you don't think they're not after your money? Hey, I'm going to tell you, we love you. Come on in here. Get on home field advantage in my dealership, and I'm going to tell you how great I can help protect you. 
in this great automobile that we've sold. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. And I thank the Defense Department in trying to protect our military. I honor our military. We need them. We need to be protecting the good old United States. We need protection here, not in foreign countries, in my opinion. And that's my two cents. It's not worth nothing. But be sure and think about them, the firemen and the policemen that we work so hard on. Is that Carlos? And so we got Carlos on. Hey, Carlos is the kind of person that wants to give back. He wants to help. He's a mentor to so many people. And uh, Carlos, how you doing today? Sir, good morning to you, Mr. Randy. I hope you feel much better after all this medical stuff you just passed. And Thank the you. is very good for you, sir. Thank you to the race station. Today, the reason I bother you, sir, I have a friend, this girl, uh, it's, it's in the car business, but at the same time, hopefully you can guide us. She, she is still working in a big store, very nice big store, and uh, no one of you sponsors in another new car store, and she's very harassed for the manager and, and do things, you know, she, she don't know what to do, really, sir. She's been trained, go sell something else or go to another dealership. Dealerships' pressure on the managers is tremendous because the overhead's a million and a half, going to go to two million in the next couple of years, and they, they've got to make money. And and the problem is, is why are billionaires buying all these big dealerships? Why are dealers, I mean, billionaires buying them? It's because they own the insurance company, they own the, the uh, warranty company, they own... The Gap Company, they own the add-on companies, and see what happens. That poor salesman you're talking about, she's getting harassed by the sales manager because they've got to produce. They've got to get their friends and their neighbors and their relatives in there and sell them. And then when they got all their friends and relatives sold and hammer them and put them in debtor's prison, well, then they put a little more pressure on them so they'll quit and go somewhere else. They don't want to fire them because they don't want them gone on uh, unemployment. And so they put pressure on them so they'll quit and go somewhere else. And that's the way this, this system works. And these guys have got pressure from other managers and from the owners to produce and make a lot of money. But when the owners are billionaires and they own all these companies, well, the, the companies make the money and the salesmen don't. And the dealerships don't make a whole lot of money. They The, the big-time Buffett guys, the Penske guys, they own all these big companies, and they're in the finance business. You got all these independents. One of them's Echo Park. Well, you got Penske with all that money. They finance everybody that walks in. Car Carvana. You got to watch out when you walk into one of those dealerships because they've got this. They've got the interest rate high, and people don't ask about the interest rate. So you think they're going to build these independent used car dealers? There's lots that are, you know, they're thirty, forty million to not make money. They got to make money, so the pressure's coming on her. She's learned how to sell. She needs to find another dealership to go to work on. She's got some training. Now she needs to take that training and go to the next one and see what she can do. Hey, and it's not going to get any better, Carlos. She's her job as a salesperson is not going to get any better. They've cut salespeople's uh, commissions and their hourly wage. And they're also, what they're doing, they're asking them to stay more hours. There's dealerships that these these salespeople here are there for 12 hours a day. And they put in 70, 80 hours a week. It's unbelievable how many hours. And it used to be a big-time dealership here. They, they had a salesman who would go down there Sunday, get names and numbers, and talk to people, which is illegal. In the state of Texas, it's illegal to sell on Sunday or, well, seven days a week. So some dealerships close on Sunday and open on Monday. I've got a dealership that I love, uh, Covert Auto Group. Um, I, they've, I've sold a lot of new units from them lately because they're the best, and they'll deliver it to your door, and they got the best F&I department and that doesn't beat you up, and they sell you the car right, they deliver it right. And uh, here lately, I've, they've been stepping up and giving a lot for the trade, even though I'm giving a whole lot. I'm going to give a market report second half of the show. But this, there's a lot of pressure on these people, and that's why I've got so many people calling me, getting a new Dodge, Chevrolet, Buick, um, Cadillac, Lincoln, Ford, 
uh, Jeep. I've been getting a bunch of these delivered all over South Texas. In fact, if you can hear it on this radio sh- uh, station, they'll deliver it. We just delivered one uh, to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, to a customer. And right now, we're about to deliver to a city official for a city car in El Paso, right outside of El Paso. So we'll get, we've got new cars available to go that way. She needs to find a dealership that, you know, and they're all looking for somebody to come in there, a fresh person, and sell all your relatives, all your friends and neighbors, and hammer them to the max. And then when you, you know, you, you run out of friends and neighbors, they'll put the pressure on you to move. And that's what they might be doing is pushing her. Are they treating other people like they treat her? Yes, sir. And no more to her because she's very pretty and single. She comes from uh, Colombia, and she's very good in everything sales. The point is, uh, they treated her to say, you know, the manager say, well, if you don't do that, you never go to work in other new car stores, and uh, very bad things, you know. She can go My to work is, in a lot of new car stores, and eighty percent of them are are tough and and lie and and will they're not truthful. Twenty percent will. She needs to find that twenty percent with that will, you know. And, and keep trying and, and talk to other dealerships and talk to other people. Because if she's good, she's willing, she's truthful, she wants to work hard. And I tell you, the people from Columbia, what I've been been told, or do want to work. And and it's just like you find these kind of people, you know, and, and she's coming to you. So, But she needs to just try somewhere else. Question, sir. When she had the interview, she's asking me, they go to ask her the reason why she moved from the other Newcastle. What is the best thing? She said, I don't want to say nothing wrong. Just, no, just say, right, you know, you're, she's looking for a better opportunity that the sales manager and her don't see eye to eye. That's about all you can do. Hey, and, 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 hey, these other dealerships, if somebody is good, they don't care why they left the other one. And, I mean, I've seen so many of them leave, it's unbelievable. You know, and I've seen ones that go, go to a dealership and promise the moon how great they are, and they're not. You know, the problem with car salesmen are most of them, 80% of them, are full of pride, greed, and, and uh, ripping off the Joneses. So, you know, it, it, this business has changed, Carlos, in the last 10 years tremendously from uh, being decent, not like the good old boys in, the, in 30 years ago, but it decent to now, it takes so much money to open up these doors and the demand and these billionaires and never get enough. I mean, Warren Buffett just bought another 30 stores. He is, he's up to 100, and he wants to buy 100 more? Are they cash cows or water? Does he see the future, or what does he see what's coming? And that's, that's what you've got to understand, that the business has changed. Yes, we want them to make money. But we want to buy stuff that we really need. We want to buy what we can afford. And our budget is important. A lot of people, they, they're just now starting to talk about budget. And it's the same way with her. She needs to go find a place that will work with her. And, and there's plenty of them. And I've seen dealers, uh, salespeople float around to five or six stores and find they find the right store. And she can find the right store. And, and she can go sell something else. She might want to get in real estate. Who knows? I mean, in my opinion, you know, real estate people don't have the training, the sales, the clothes that the car dealers, they're, they're way behind car dealers. I deal with a lot of real estate. I buy and sell real estate, and, and I see that a lot of them are just show and tell. Here we go. Do you want it? Okay, I'll sign you up. But not in the car business. They're going to hammer you and, and, and talk to you and push your button because they've been in – just like this right here. I mean, when you got an F and I training center, and they talk about daily, daily learning, e-learning. Well, that e-learning's emails, and so daily learning, not counting the quarterly and the monthly, but daily. And so she's she's got the training, and if she's at a dealership that'll get it, she can take that training to the next dealership. Other questions, she she bought a car in this place, and she's made financing and everything. She's asking me, do you think she's got to affect it about the car she purchased through them, or is no problem at all? No problem at all. I hope she got a good deal. <laughs> you 
you know. But I don't know. She's, she's like scared. You know, she don't know too many persons. Well, you know, and 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 why car dealers have money? Why car salesmen have money? Is they know what to buy. And it's just like I had a guy on my radio show call in uh, on another station, and he said, "Hey, Randy, I got extended warranty on all my cars." I said, and his name was Rudy. I said, "Rudy, you can buy it at your cost." It's three thousand, four thousand cheaper than you sell it to the customers. Yes, it's at that cost. Everybody should have extended warranty, but not at the cost. It's tremendous. I said you wouldn't be doing it if you had to pay the big price, would you? And he didn't have nothing to say there. So you know, but she needs to learn and and go to every point. You know, the, the best employees work hard and try to be the best they can. Hey, we've got somebody from New York and Michigan online on Facebook. Thank you, people. We've got Chuck online. And so uh, we've got so many opportunities to learn and grow. And the best employees learn and grow and work hard. And she needs to take every opportunity, but she also needs to see where's the next one to go. I mean, where to go. I mean, there's auctions looking for help. I mean, she could check it with an auction. She knows the business. She knows some people. There's there's other opportunities, and I've, I've even talked about this before. Uh, I've got a buddy of mine who's got a son that don't want to go to college, has no desire to go to college, and he said, I need to get him some kind of education. I said, well, throw him in a couple of car dealerships, let him get a little education and learning and selling and growing, let him switch, you know, work at one six months, another in six months. After 18 months, 24 months, then decide what he wants to do. He's going to have an education on what's going on. He can see what selling's about because everybody sells themselves. Everybody sells themselves. Doctors sell themselves. Dentists sell themselves. You know, everybody, uh, every employee sells themselves. Do you do the job well? Do you show up on time? Or do you put 110% effort? Are you like one of those people that puts 60% effort in a job? I went to T.D. Jakes' businessman conference in Dallas one year, and they had 11 super rich black people. And they all came from super poor background. And their message of the day was, all I did was put 110% effort in, and I learned it from everybody I could, and I took every opportunity I could, and I grew every opportunity I could. Well, it's the same way in her, and it's the same way and what I'm trying to do with them, I'm trying to teach the public to have open mind, be ready, look at your budget, know your credit, get your credit cleaned up, know your banking, talk to credit unions, study the car, research the car, talk to your mechanic, talk to everybody, because we don't put enough effort. Put 110% effort in buying a vehicle, and you'll make the right decision. You walk in there with 60% effort and not doing your job, they're going to rip your head plumb off and hand it back to you and laugh at you and say, I love you, come on back next time you need another one. Because we love you if you come back. And you know what the saying in the car business is? The more money I make on a, on a customer, the less problems I have, and the happier they are, and they come back. And I'll rip their head off the last time, and they'll come back, and I'll do it again. Insanity? We, we go to the dealers that keep us buried month after month, year after year, and we go back to them expecting something different. They smile and they tell us they love you, and they give us false information, and they lead us down the wrong direction. And, it, and it's a battle, a pure battle. But even the manufacturers uh, right now, Volvo is putting online where you can buy a new car from Volvo. They're trying to do away with the dealerships because they know they can sell more cars because a person will buy one at a better price and they can sell them more often. They're worried about these new car dealers bearing these people and they tie them up for an extra two or three years and they can't sell as many new cars. Well, thank you, Carlos. Uh, thank you for the call. Thank Great you, information. Sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, other channels you have, can you talk about explain what is the menu prices in the other dealers? Because what is the difference between. You go to regular dealer or the in the TV they offer you menu by uh, prices. Well, you have time. Could I'll be. I'll, I'll talk about that in the next half of the show. Sure will. Okay, sir. Just Thank like just like what's going on online, we'll bring up the Volvo deal. Thank you for listening to Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars dot com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I buy from companies. I buy. Got a bunch of four wheel drive, three quarter tons that just came in or nice units. 
but I'll buy company units, I'll buy wrecks, bad motor, good matter. It don't matter what it is. It's got some kind of value. Had a man call and thank me because I gave a thousand more than CarMax on a car the other day, and I made money. But my overhead's low, remember that? I'm a one-man operation almost. God bless you. We'll be right back. Facebook will be back in about uh, three or four minutes. God bless you, San Antonio. Hey, text somebody, call somebody. Go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams. We'll be right back. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio. And you, too, can take advantage of our better bottom-line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom-line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that um, tell people to go to Facebook or wherever they need to go. Um, and uh, we just we want to make a difference in your life. Um, I guarantee you, there's a, there's so much going on in this business. There's so much going on in people's lives, and uh, we just want to help you every way we can. And um, you know, to be in a stress financially hurts the relationships, hurts a lot of people, a lot of things going on. And so you've got to get together and be in unity and understand where your money goes and what, how you're spending it. You know, we work every week, and that time's gone. The money's gone when you spend it on a vehicle. Then it loses value. Now, we've got to have a place to live. But that, you know, if you buy a house or rent a house, you know, there's, there's a lot of people look at that in different ways. But if you're renting a house, you're not paying taxes and upkeep and all this other stuff. And so, but we got to have a place to live. But driving a vehicle that costs money constantly and insurance and upkeep and maintenance and breakage and just there's so much that goes on. So when you go in on a bad situation, it gets worse and it don't get better and it puts stress on you, puts stress, stress on your family, puts stress on your budget. And that's what we're trying to do. Carlos brought up the idea a while ago, a menu pricing. I love menu pricing. I love that they'll post a price. That way you can shop them, you know, and you can see what the best price from somebody else. And you'll give them an opportunity just in case they want to reduce the price. So there's different angles to work this thing. But if somebody will post a price, menu pricing, and it, and I've got several dealers do it, they'll honor that price. But you got some people that'll shoot you a price, and the salesman will give you a price, and then time you get in the F and I department, it may change, and that's why Volvo is going online now to to put cars up for sale. You know, there's people that well look at Tesla. Tesla's not easy to get a unit bought. Tesla's a different cat on its own, and I see a lot of Teslas running around. They are evidently losing money on the vehicles they're selling, but they're trying to sell enough to get caught up. And maybe they will. Who knows? But, you know, there's so many charges. Uh, Just to give you an example right here, I've got one dealer, New Jersey dealer, now a fugitive. Uh, This guy was a Highline dealer in New Jersey, and he's fled the country. Why? Because, you know, he, he took too many people's money and didn't produce. Uh, his appearance 
has dwarfed the efforts by the customers to recruit thousands of dollars they lost through the uh, consignment deals in which the he would sell their cars and not pay the people. See, that's the key: selling the cars and not take not producing the title. You know, he didn't. So he didn't pay the people, kept the titles, and then the other people don't have a title that paid him for the car. Another dealer here in North Carolina was charged with 30 felony accounts related to sales of a bunch of units. Why? Here we go again. It's always something. And then the government we were talking about, here I'll show it on Facebook Live. The government has finally announced that they lost $10 billion on the bailout of the new car dealers, and that $10 billion was on GM. I don't know if GM's ever going to pay it back, but really where that $10 billion went, that $10 billion went to the stockholders and the shareholders of GM when they crashed it, when Obama crashed it, and said, heck with you guys, y'all take the loss, we're going to look good and, and say we're bailing everybody out. So, you know, the sub, here we go again, the, in Massachusetts, uh, subprime business is is continuing, requiring that financial source produce documents related to some subprime lending and the question is a handful of other auto finances sources. You know, sub subprime lenders, what do they do? They charge. They charge the dealer for more money. They charge the dealer to part of the, the dealer's profit. And then they charge 26% interest. You know, I've explained some some of the stuff, some of the violations of lending. You know, we think the banks and the credit union, and most of them are, are great people, and they do it right, but sometimes they don't do it legally right. Now, Volvo's going to be trying to sell cars online, the menu pricing, but you've just got to do your your work. You've got to put an effort in. You've got to see what they're doing and try to get that figure out what's the best deal for you and your family and your budget. And then the government, here we go again, uh, they're reviewing the auto lending guidance. It's another car dealer magazine. They're reviewing the auto lending guidance of what they're doing. But, you know, I've talked about people of color and and how big and it's a bank in Ohio got fined $30 million. Well, now that spread, that one lawsuit, that one fine of $30 million to that lending institution. But see, that. That's how sharp car dealers are. They escape. See, the lender never saw the customer. He don't know what color he is. He don't know what nationality he is. And sometimes he don't know what gender he is or she is or they are. And so they make these loans and they take advantage of these people. And the banks had to take the hit. They had to take the $30 million hit. See, indirect lending, they loan it at 2%, and then the car dealer makes the money between 2% and what they, they sell the loan at. Well, they sell the loan at 4 8 uh, 18%. You know, and if you're super rich like some of these independent used car dealerships, it's all profit. They get 18% on a used car, and, and, and it's all profit. These big independent used car dealerships, Hey, the overhead they got, and they don't have means of making money other than selling and financing because they don't have a body shop, a mechanic shop, parts house. They can't overcome the overhead anyway that way. So they, and they have, I love them. They fight for cars at the auctions. They fight for them. They've got to have them, and all of them are short. There's not, here's the market report of the week. There's not enough nice, low-mileage cars. And if you got one, don't let the dealer beat you up. Don't let the buying center beat you up. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Describe your car, and I want to make an offer. You'll have a free appraisal or call me on my mobile. I'm going to give my mobile now and a little later in the show, so get pen and paper, 830-708-4789. It's 830-708-4789. Four seven eight nine. I buy cars on the radio. I make people offers. I buy them. Like I said, I had the guy that took his car to CarMax. I offered him not much money. I gave a thousand more, and I made money. But my overhead's low, and that's the key in the car business today because it is skyrocketing. Hell damage, man. Oh man, everybody. 
big-time dealers, they love hell damage because they make so much money on it. There was a dealer in this town, and I know the body shop guy real well. Those, the dealer made 10000 He got paid ten to 15000 per car, but he averaged about 10000 on hell damage per car. They sold 300 cars one month. They made $3 million on hell damage. Now, the problem is now the people are trying to get rid of those cars. Nobody wants them. All the people who would buy a hell damage car bought. 1972, I know that most of y'all wasn't born then, but I was out in the business back then. They had a bad hailstorm in Victoria, I mean, in Yoakum, Texas. I go down there because I had a couple of cars down there. They were cheap cars, and they got beat up, and I didn't lose much money. So I went to a Chevy store, and they said, we're not worried. We got insurance. Boy, the cars were beat up bad. I mean, softball-sized hell. Went to the Ford store. We're not worried. We got insurance. Went to the Dodge store. We're not worried. We got insurance. Went to everybody. Went to the Lincoln store. And the owner of Lincoln, V.J. Hermanson, is in tears. He's crying. I'm telling you, the desk is wet from him crying. I don't have any insurance. I've lost everything. Man, it's a disaster. I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess I'm out of business. Oh, he was sick. I said, V.J., looks like to me you got to have a hell sale. He said, a hell sale? Why? I said, you got to outsell everybody else. There's a bunch of cars going to be for sale. You need to get and go to selling as fast as you can. This was a Monday. I said, I'd be in the papers everywhere on Thursday trying to sell. So I go back down the next Monday. He says, you know where any hell damaged cars are? I said, yeah, I know where a bunch of them are. Austin got hit, too, and there's a bunch of uh, sitting up there, and I can buy them. He said, I need to buy hell damaged cars. I said, you were crying last Monday. This Monday, you're happy? He said, I sold all those cars. I didn't lose a whole lot of money, but I lost money. Now I've got all these customers wanting hell damaged cars because they think it's such a great deal. I went to buying hell damaged cars and selling to them. I must have sold him 70, 80 hell damaged cars. He ended up making money. Well, time the insurance company got through with the, the dealers, and time the time had passed by, and everybody had bought a hell damaged car that needed a hell damaged car, there was no market on it. And those dealers fought to get rid of them. It was a nightmare for them. I've learned a long time ago, hey, turn lemonade, lemons into lemonade, yeah, I'll guarantee you that's when that happened. So... Dealers take advantage of every situation. Hey, they, I, I know a dealer that's collected on his roof three times and he never changed the roof on hell damage. He made a fortune on it. Uh, several years ago, I prayed over my car lot. There's a fence between me and a Ford store used car lot. A fence. They got hell damage and I didn't. It just lifted. The Lord lifted it right there and I didn't get damaged. You don't think his hand wasn't on me, protecting me, just like he did when I, I needed heart surgery not long ago, bypass surgery? You just got to believe. You got to understand. You got to open your mind. You got to be willing. You got to put an effort in. Hey, we're on this earth for what? What purpose are you here for? Are you here to feed the car dealers a bunch of money? Are you here to feed somebody else? All your time, the time that you've worked, like I talked about a while ago, you work for this time, you get paid for it, and you hand that time and money off to somebody else that loses value. Are you productive? Are you doing the right thing? Are you understanding what to do with your life, with your money, with your finances, with your relationships? Can you sleep at night? I had a dealer tell me the other day, he said, man, I I don't want to do that. I won't be able to sleep at night. I want to do it right. I've got several dealers that do it right, tell the truth. they got a conscience. But in, sometimes in the car business, the conscience button, everybody gets them a conscious switch, and they turn their conscience off when they're selling. Should they do it that way? Oh, I mean, pride is bigger than Dallas. And they got a pride button, and they keep that one on all the time. And so conscience button... Switch, do you turn it on and off when you're selling? But see, the the problem with business today, and I know that we've got all these socialists and communists against capitalism, but we've got to understand how to do it. It's not the business faults. It's the insurance company, the overhead, the utilities, the taxes, and everything else to be in business. All that comes together. That's why I keep my overhead super, super low. 
is because I don't want to have to wake up ever first of the month worried about covering a tremendous amount of overhead. I want to be able to buy and sell and doing the things that I want to do at the right figure. And so these big dealerships have to hustle so hard to make that overhead. And that's the key. And, you know, but it's it's got to the point just like this super, superstar, supercar in F&I. F&I is the money cow. And I tell you what, don't you know, don't you like to be one of them billionaires that own the finance company, the insurance company, extended warranty company, that make the money on the gaps and everything else and not pay much to the car salesman, the person that's selling that car? You know, that's that's the, the new feature of this. Billionaires are trying to own all the business. But the problem is, when is the manufacturer's going to kick in? You buy a car on online. Volvo's trying it right now. Tesla does it. So how far are we from that future? How far are we from, I've got a nephew that's head of 380 building projects in the University of Texas. All donated money. Uh, University of Texas got $50 billion in the bank. Billion in the bank donated money. Research that. Hey, all those big, uh, Harvard, $45 billion. A&M's passed both of them. But, you know, it's people giving back to their college. And so they're they're up there. Well, my nephew said that if they design any streets in Austin, Texas, they got to have autonomous car lane. Autonomous car lane already? Who's going to own autonomous cars, the government, manufacturers, or the billionaires? Somebody's going to have to own them, and nobody's going to be driving them. Who's going to be? I guess they'll just have to dial it in and go get it maintenance at the Jiffy Lube or wherever they get them serviced. <laughs> They're going to have a little brain in there, a little computer telling them, it's time to go get service going down the street. You know, I, this stuff is growing so fast. My and I are talking about news media and, and podcast and, and the changes the last few years and the changes coming. How do we stay up with all this stuff? But you're living in it. You've got to be open-minded. You've got to be aware of what's going on. Remember, also, uh, I don't want to forget, go vote. Please go vote. Let's get rid of this George Soros as mayor. Let's, he's probably donating money to to the mayor's campaign, I guarantee you, because he's got his policies. Look at his policy, look at George Soros' policies, and you'll see it. Please go vote. Let's don't have an 8% turnout. Let's have a 40% turnout. Let's get out and go vote, because I got news for you. The socialists and the communists are going to be out voting. So us conservatives, the people with a little common sense, we need to get out and go vote. And also, tell somebody about this show. If you like this show, tell 20 people. If you like what's going on, tell them I want to buy their car. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so get out and make a difference in somebody's life. Are you lifting them up? Are you helping them? Are you letting them down? What are you doing? What kind of person are you? Do you want it all? Are you one of the takers? You know, there's only two kinds of people in this world, givers and takers. Givers give and takers take. Which one are you? Are you helping? Are you giving? Do you love other your brother? Are you taking? You telling your brother truth? You know the Bible says to tell the truth to your brother. But who's your brother? Isn't it everybody? I mean, there's only four blood types. So which blood type are you? I don't care what color you are. If you're same blood type in me, my blood will work in you. Your your blood will work in me. So that, that are we? Are we only different from four blood types or what? But you know we've got to do the best we can. Yes, we want to make money. Yes. Car dealers need to make money. Yes, we want them to make money, but we don't want you to get ripped off. We want you to know what the game plan is. It's like playing the Dallas Cowboys. It'd be you against the Dallas Cowboys with all their help, all their scheduling, all their workouts. Um, they got managers. They got general managers. They got owners. They've got you know all the people to get them in shape. They got playbooks. They got what's the films on the other. You know they they got films on on customers. What do you think they're doing? Hey, you think that, that F&I class, the superstar, the supercar, you think that's not got video on people? You don't think they haven't researched them with sociology and psychology? And, I mean, this is, you know, neurosurgeons go to school for eight years. But car dealers, look at here, F&I people go to school daily, emails and learning daily, not not, you know, for eight years, daily forever. And the business changes forever. And business has changed. 
you know, and, and that's the key on what's going on. So you've got to be prepared for change. You know, we, we crave for assets and got to have them. And then two, three years down the road, we hate them. You ever had a car you hated? My, I just sold one I hated. Mercy. I had BMW. I didn't think I was ever going to get through fixing. And, I mean, it was a pain in the rear, and it was low miles. I thought I knew it. When I bought it, I liked it. But, man, I tell you what, every time I got behind that wheel, something broke, and I hated it. I've been where y'all been. We, you know, not, we're not perfect. We don't make all the right choices all the right times. And what man makes breaks. I bought a truck the other day. We drove it in 100 miles. Ten miles from my car, a check engine light comes on. Oh, wasn't that fun? Spend a couple of hundred. We used to fix cars for 50. Then we used to fix cars for 100. Now we fix cars for thousands. That's the change. And so, but we're still mentally back 20, 30 years ago on a vehicle when we bought them for three and 4,000 new, and now they're 36,000 for the average car. And But now, finally, other dealers, other people on radio are starting to talk about loss of value. And so you've lost that time you worked for it. You lost value on the vehicle. And the advertisement running around is, oh, if you hate your car, if you hate your payment, you hate what you owe, come on in here. We're going to take care of you. You believe that? I'm going to say you land the park uh, if you really believe that. Because you think they're making money? You think they're sitting on $50 million of building? and a million-and-a-half month overhead, and they're going to take care of you and give it back. Kick, Hey, kick the trade's still going on, too. Kick the trade. Don't pay the car off. Oh, yeah, you owe too much. Come on in here. Payment's the same. I talked to some people. said, wow, I got a deal on this car. I said, you did? And they said, yeah. said, they sold me this car, and the payment's the same. I said, something's not right, because you owed about 15000 too much on your car. Yeah, I know it. Boy, they took care of me. I said, well, you got a 120-month note? No, no, just 84. I said, well, how did they get the payment the same? I don't know, but, boy, it was great. I said, what did they give for your trade-in? Oh, they said they gave me 8000 I said, well, you owed 23000 He said, yeah, I know. I don't know how that worked out. Well, come to find out, they, their credit went south. They didn't pay the car off. They let it get repoed. That still happens Every day, all over town, kick the trade, and guess what? The salesman will run around and brag about it, how they did it, because their credit was good enough, just good enough to get by with. You know, they got them sold. They turned the car loose. goes back. Now they're, they're stuck with bad credit for at least seven years. Is that what you want in your situation with you and your family, a relationship with your vehicle? And so... Make the right decision. We want dealers to make money, but make the right decision. Don't get moused around. Understand what you're doing. Get the best price. Deal with the people that tell the truth. And there is some people out there that tell the truth. I deal with those people. Barry's online on Facebook right now. He's one of those guys. He's honest. He's fair. And and that's the way he does business. And there's some in there, but they're not as many as they used to be. Used to be... uh, 20% 20% lied and 80% told the truth. Well, now it's got turned around where it's 80% lied and 20% tell the truth. But just like that person that called in, the lady who's catching harassment from her manager, the pressure's on managers to make money and to sell and to outdo everybody. And then these these managers and owners go to the 20 group and they try to outlie each other and tell them how they're making all this money and how they're doing it right and how they love their manager. And then all of them go home and chew on their managers. Oh, they're doing it better than us. They're outselling us. They're making more money than us. So here comes a conflict down on the managers. The managers spread it down to the salespeople, and nobody's happy. I remember when the dealerships, you walked in, everybody was happy. Nowadays, you walk into dealerships, nobody's happy. It's due to overhead. We want them to make money. We just don't want them to make 50% on you. You know, we want them to be happy. We want to be fair with the dealer. We want to tell the truth to the dealer, but we're expecting them to tell us the truth back. Know what your trade's worth. Get your financing lined up. Talk to the person. Research the dealer. Research who you're buying from. Research the car. Put some effort in it because we all got to have 
the right car. We all got to have the right vehicle. We all want the right vehicle. And so that's what you need to do. You need to know exactly where you're at and what you're doing and how much money you're spending. I want to thank everybody for listening to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. You can go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams, or go to Facebook, Randy Adams. Go to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, so let me know what you got for sale. You need a free appraisal on your vehicle to know exactly what it's worth and what you can do with it. Tell 20 people I want to buy their car. 12, 20 people listen to our show, and we got the show on uh, at 1160 Freedom uh, at 1 p.m., and I've got another show on at 3.30 this afternoon on another station. But we're growing, we're getting better, and we're working on podcasts somehow, some way. I'm trying to learn what's happening. I'm an old fart that stays behind everybody, and I'm, I'm not – I don't know about computers, and I barely get my phone to work. But I'm working more and more every day to get that direction because I'm open-minded. I want to be productive. I want to be the best I can be. I want to make a difference in your life so you'll know, you'll learn, and you'll understand what's going on in the car business because changes have come. They're going to continue to come, and guess what? It's going to take your money. So make the wise decisions. Make an effort. Do what's right. Do what's correct. Tell the truth. Forgive everybody. Get your head straight. If your head's straight, it's good. If your head's not straight, your your life is, is in a misery. Your life is a wreck. The more wrecks you got in your life, the more you got to learn how to overcome them. Make lemon aid out of lemons. Be the best you can be. God bless you, San Antonio and South Texas. Uh, be sure and tune in. Go to Facebook. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Make a difference in somebody's life. Lift them up. Hey, tell them the truth. Be truthful. Hey, you don't have to worry about those lies and remembering all the things you said if you tell the truth. Write everything down. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. This is Randy Adams. God bless you. Forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness. Mother, father, or spreading. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.